to another Marriage Monday. This is Joshua and my lovely wife, Eric. And today we are talking to you about the show Insecure. Yes. And more so, we're talking about friendships and kind of toxicity of a friendship. Um, but we want to focus on the show Insecure because Sunday had a interesting episode. So from the jump, from start. We're going to give my big warning. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. We're spoiling everything spoiler. up everything up to um, Sunday's episode, which was episode, I should have looked it up. But the episode that aired, was episode four? Yes. Season four, episode four of Insecure. So that's all we've seen, and we're going to talk about every moment up to the credits. That's all we know. <laughs> right. So... I think the topic that's on everybody's mind after the episode. What up with Molly? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, how do you feel about that episode? How do you feel about... I feel like the show's main thing has been the relationship between Issa, the main character, and Molly. Mm-hmm. That's her best friend. They've been best friends. It looks like they've been supporting each other. And go, you know, they've been each other's support system. But there's been some friction this season. I think there's been some friction. Last season was a little some friction. <clears throat> so it's coming kind of building and building mm-hmm. until what looked like a fist fight in on the streets almost. Almost. <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> they were face to face. All right. So what do you think? Um, well, first, I think we both thought that the whole culmination of the show leading to the season finale, well... I kind of thought that, and I, I kind of didn't. It was like them falling out, because the season started with like, you know, I don't mess with Molly no more, or whatever. And then, you know, we kind of went from there. There was like one month to the block party, and two months, and you know, so on and so forth. And mm-hmm. I think you thought that, when we originally talked about it, that the block party would be like the season finale. But I was like, no, I don't really think they're going this route. I think they're going, there's like, in the middle which is episode four, in the middle of this season, um, there's going to be a shift. Um, we're going to see them them cut ties. And I, I really didn't see the writers prolonging, um, kind of drawing out that friendship any longer um, because of that first episode. So I think it was building. Um, last episode was, you know, kind of like, little filler in there and then the previous episode was still you know it was the miscommunication it was the um you know molly wanting to blame Issa for her being you know wanting to say that she uses people and wanting her not wanting her to see her as someone who was who was changing or could change and i think molly feels um you know, it's kind of one of those things like, don't be offended unless it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's the truth, Molly. Like, you truly are someone who sabotages things. You truly are someone who tries to be in control of everything in your world. And you end up screwing things up. And I'm sorry, Issa has her problems, but Molly really messed up this one. You know, she really did. So, that's my take on this. Yeah. I have theories about... Um why this happened right then. But let's let's go through what happened. Okay. So this season, Molly's got a little boo thing, Andrew, and she's trying to make it work. She's 
She's um, I think Issa made a comment. I think that was part of last season where Molly always finds a way to sabotage a relationship. She has something against being happy. And they had a fight then. They had a fight then. So that's kind of been sitting on Molly's mind. And I feel like Molly's trying to make it work with Andrew. Not that Andrew's not great. I think Andrew's a great guy. I think he's cool. He rolls with punches. Um, but Molly is trying to make it work with him. Not so much that she's just really digging Andrew. Because she's had some decent guys before. But I think this is more like a spiteful relationship. Like, I'm going to put it in your face kind of thing. I'm going to prove that I can hang it out with, you know, with somebody more than anything else. Mm-hmm. So, she's trying to, to, what's the best way to say it? She's trying to, to force this relationship. She's trying to change her ways, which is good in some cases. But when Issa needed help, Issa needed um, a connection that Andrew had. Molly refused. And she, I think Issa did the right thing, and she asked Molly first, hey, can you ask Andrew to do this for me? Because, I mean, we've all done stuff, and we have friends that have connections. So I didn't see it more as anything but going through your connections, especially when you're trying to do something as big as what Issa was trying to do. And she got put in a place where she needed somebody quick. And Molly refused to help. Molly right. told her she did not want to this to come in their relationship. And so Issa, a little put off by I could tell, but Issa found another way. She did not use Molly and Andrew's relationship. But and I, and I think that that was... That was really the first time I think we saw Issa grow because Issa has used people in the past. You know, she has been one of those people where, you know, you quit your job or this happens or that happens. But to to be in all honesty, she had Lawrence freeloading off of her for the longest time, you know, before he actually found a job. And so I don't know your face said something there, but. But for me, you know, she had kind of this situation with Lawrence where it was kind of like a situation where, you know, he wasn't working and just all this stuff. And then Issa, you know, she ends up quitting her job. And for a minute, she she bums it. You know, she 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 becomes one of those friends where can I sit on your couch? Can I sleep on your couch? Can I, you know, can I, uh, you know, can I borrow your car? Can I do this? Can I do that? And she, for a while, she did that. But... Um, I do believe that we see a, the first time that Issa has last from last season to this season, we see the transition of Issa growing up. Yes. We see her making better decisions, leading to a better way. She yes. left a job that she felt like she was not growing in, and and I can understand that and attest to that. And she found the the dream, you know, when Nathan gave her this idea to do this block party to give back to her community in Inglewood, and I felt like it was. It was um it was a great opportunity for her to get back, you know, she 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 lives in this apartment. She's like the the super of the apartment or whatever you want to say. Yeah. And she hates, you know, she hates doing that. You can tell, but I'm one of those people that believes that like if you quit your day job, you need to have something else to pursue your passion. You need to have something to to find your passions. And Issa found a way to still live in an apartment that she can afford. 
mm-hmm. not bum off of anybody, yep. and still work somewhere and still have the opportunity to use whatever money she's making to pursue her passions yep. and use the networking skills that she has to um, go around, you know, the and not sabotage uh, her friendship with Molly and mm-hmm. in their relationship. So I felt like she grew up, you know, and it's like, if you want someone else to acknowledge your growth, you have to acknowledge their growth first. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm an avid believer of that. Mm-hmm. And Molly is not acknowledging that Issa has grown. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think everybody's digging in on Molly this week and I think it's fair, <laughs> you know, just because of the way it went. And, um, I think about the episode a lot and, I'm I'm still a little unsure about Molly's whole beef with Issa right now. I think it's 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 over something else besides what they're actually saying. Because I was thinking about it again when um when Molly found out that Andrew's the one who hooked up Issa with uh with Vince Staples. Andrew had no clue that Molly said anything to Issa. And I thought, well, that seemed kind of back, but then I thought about it. It came across as just a business decision. Andrew drew his own ideas about helping out Issa because he figured out as her friend, this wouldn't be a big deal. Meaning Issa didn't come up and say, hey, could you do this because I'm Molly's buddy? He just did it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, and, mm. and even if she had a problem with it, I think what really is bothering everybody is how Molly approached it. It was at the end of the, the, the day, and she confronted Issa, and she got a huge, made a huge fight at the, during the at event. At her event, yeah. And which led to... Not a riot, but people thought there was a gun and people running. So that's black what, people always run when they, people, when, they think, when they think somebody's about to, you know. Yes, and it, then you have another thing on an event where it didn't end well. Right. It was a black um, event, and we got people running for the lives. It's stereotypes, you know, and I'm yeah. sure that's unwanted attention that Issa did not need or want, right. you know. Um, but I think we need to kind of lay off Molly for a little bit. And I and I don't really want to play devil's advocate. I kind of want to kind of want to play play uh, compassionate or you know empathy for Molly yep. in a sense. And that um, Molly has been through different situations. And you know, um, seeing the last episode where she kind of reconciled with her dad after finding out that he had cheated on her mom. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot that I think Molly has come to reason with over the past um, two seasons where. She wants what her parents have. Mm-hmm. And she's fighting the pressure that they put on her um, to have a relationship. You know, like when she came to Thanksgiving dinner, they're like, you know, why didn't you invite, you know, your guy and, you know, this and this and that. Mm-hmm. So I think. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I think that. Um, it's. um. It's a lot of pressure for her. You know, she works for, she's a black, you know, lawyer and she works for 
a firm where there's a lot of black attorneys and even before that, you know, when she was working at the the white right. firm, you know. Um, but I think when you work for a black firm, firm, you're also under a spotlight. You feel like you have a lot to prove. Nope. When she first got there, she had a lot to prove. And I think she feels like that every day in life. She's a black woman that feels like she has a lot to prove to people. Mm -hmm. The fact that she feels that she has to prove that she's not a combative black woman that messes up every single relationship, that she's not a combative black woman that messes up every friendship. Mm -hmm. And so when you're trying to combat that, you end up being that very thing that you don't want to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's what she's dealing with at the end of the day. She, of course it was the wrong time and all that stuff. And, um, but I kind of empathize with her in a, in a, in a, in a sense, you know, mm -hmm. is that not everybody's perfect. And mm -hmm. Molly wants to be better, but she's living under that pressure of the stereotype of the black woman. Mm -hmm. So that's true. That's true. So I mean, to be fair, there's Issa does have her issues, and Issa, nobody in the show's perfect. <laughs> nobody in the show's is perfect. Everybody has their quirks and their shortcomings. Um, that's what's kind of interesting about the show because it, it does feel like real life people. These are living, breathing people and they all have issues and they do grow. Like we said, Molly has grown. She's trying this season. She's um, she's dealing with Andrew. Seems to be strictly dealing with Andrew and for a lot of times she, time she would have ghosted Andrew in certain situations but now it seems like she's not. A lot of times she let her she would let her work take precedence over a relationship, and she's still sticking out with Andrew. So you got to give Molly some credit. I mean, but is she really sticking with Andrew because, like you said, she she has something to prove, or she's sticking with Andrew because she likes this guy? I don't know if that's something we can tell just yet. Because it's like Andrew has not shown anything bad. It's like it's not like she's it's not like he's a bad choice. You know, he's a good guy. There's no reason she shouldn't be with Andrew. You know? So it's hard to tell right now what her actual motives are. Because it seems like they do like each other. It's like they seem to enjoy each other when they're around each other. You can tell Andrew's into her. But I guess we'll find out the rest of the season if she's actually into Andrew or she's just into having a relationship that she can, another trophy she can prove that she's, you know, she's more into the accomplishment of being in a relationship than actually being in a relationship. I guess we'll see. Yeah. So that brings me to my theory about the season. I thought the season was building up to this point, the fight, the breakup. But since this is midway through the season and you got the, the friendship breakup, I think that it's building towards the reconcile now. So, we'll I see. I mean, it's really either towards the reconcile or it's towards them not reconciling. And that, that being it, do you think that they're going to reconcile this? I think they're going to. I think since it's halfway through the season, this is just my writer brain, that somehow, some way, they're both going to reconcile this. I don't think that... Molly's is going to disappear because in the day it's Issa's show. <laughs> well, no, I don't think that, but I think that they could live. It's kind of like that awkward Lawrence situation, you know, where he's still around, but, you know. Yeah. Well, that's building towards something also. 
I really don't know. You know, I, I, I can't really say uh, him and Condola's relationship is, is over now. And we still don't know what happened exactly. Well, we kind of do. When it seemed like she didn't want anything more than right time. marriage or kids. She, she's, or... she's been married. Does right. she have a kid? I'm not sure she has No, kid. she doesn't. But she's been divorced and she's like, she's not thinking about long term. Yeah, yeah. And Lawrence seemed to be put off. So by I that. think that that is what it is with them. Yeah. Um, and then every time that Issa was around Lawrence, they seem to click still. They seem to have, you know, they seem to be able to talk to each other and make each other laugh. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they've kind of paved the way for him to come back. I don't think they're going to get back together, though. I don't know. I also don't know. <laughs> Yeah, some of these questions are up in the air, and we kind of don't know, and you know, so that's what makes the show interesting because they might not get back together, and that that's still well, we don't know for sure though. There's no like right. clear sign, mm-hmm. so that's what makes the show fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, well, she might get back with Nathan, or you know, I actually like Issa with Nathan. Nathan, I think that they work well together. I think that they're very creative and they're kind of free spirited souls and. You know, um, I think they inspire each other. Um, I don't like the way Nathan you know, treated Issa once everything, you know, kind of went down where they stopped communicating, where he stopped communicating with her. I don't like that, but um, something may be there. We don't really know. No, we're saying we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. That's what makes the show pretty interesting. Right. So, what do you think is going on with Molly? I mean, just just what I said. I, I believe that, you know, Molly's under the pressure of of a lot of stuff. And I think that um, sometimes when you have a lot going on, um, me being a black woman, I understand the struggle. Um, I understand that, you know, when you become very successful as a black woman, you live under this light of, um, are people intimidated by me? Um, you know, is my work going to overpower my relationship? You know, is my family dynamic going to, you know, is my family going to want me to be married by a certain age? They're going to want me to have kids. They're going to want me to have this, have that, you know. Mm-hmm. She has a lot to live up to. And I think many people make the mistake of believing that just because um, a person comes from a family that, you know, has... um traditional values and family has been married however many years 40 plus years whatever is that they don't have any issues but that pressure that they may deal with um can be a lot and -hmm. i think that's what she's dealing with at the end of the day i think in her friendship she's dealing with that and i think also um in her family she's also dealing with that because i feel like many people you know molly makes good money so i feel like many people are going to turn to her for the help they need and we'd be lying if we said Issa didn't go to her for help before. We'd be lying if we no. said that her family members didn't go to her for help. You know, we'd be lying if we said that there wasn't something that Molly has had to do for everybody except for herself. Yeah. And I think now she has the opportunity to finally be happy. And she's the only person getting in the way of that. Yeah. She's the only person that can get in the way of that. And, and I totally get that. I totally get wanting to be happy, but at the same time, you deal with the dilemma of, man, like, 
I'm going to screw this up. So you know what? I'd rather just recuse myself of all situations. Friendships, dating relationships, I'd rather just recuse myself. I totally get that. It it, it makes sense. Um, Does it make sense in the way that she did it? No. But I think that's what she's dealing with. And she has to come out and say that. She has to be open about that and not just hide behind that tough black woman exterior. Which is hard. Which is very hard to do. And I think they both try. They 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 both try to, to be better. And I think these are just growing pains. Um, I don't see the the purpose of them not being friends anymore. Yeah. I don't think that I don't think they've outgrown each other, to be honest. People have saying or saying that they've outgrown each other. I actually think opposite of that. I think they should grow towards each other. Mm-hmm. Because if you grow, if you outgrow someone, Issa's growing. Molly is growing. Mm-hmm. But don't limit the other person's growth. Don't limit mm-hmm. the other person's opportunity to say, hey, I'm growing. I'm trying to make something work. Like... Don't sit up here. And, and I think Issa's wrong for the fact that she makes those snark remarks about Molly. Because mm-hmm. nobody's addressing the fact that Issa says things. Well, girl, you know, how, how that, that last situation didn't work. Or girl, you know. And and, and that's kicked to the to the gut every mm-hmm. single time. You know, that's that's blows to Molly. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, everybody wants to be on Team Issa. But when a person says something to you. And it's kind of like real shady. Not kind of. It's shady. <laughs> and of course, you're going to be like, what you mean by that? Right. You know? So I think they need to grow towards each other. Like, everybody yeah. grow up and out. And let's just grow together and not limit the other person. Don't step on their shoes because they're trying to grow, you know? Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I uh, I was thinking about the episode, and I think that everybody was in their own world a lot. Now, Issa's real, been real busy because she's doing this festival, which the show played it really well. I was, that looked like a good time, you know. Um, they had that moment together doing the wobble where mm-hmm. they were friends for a hot verse. <laughs> right. And then it kind of crashed in again. It was kind of interesting that Molly didn't realize all the stuff Issa's been doing to put that festival together. Mm-hmm. She didn't get that till she was actually sitting in the festival. Oh, this is why she hasn't really been around. Because this is a lot of work that's been just on her, basically. <laughs> so, and Issa's been so busy, she might not have noticed what Molly's been going through. They're supposed to have that talk at Thanksgiving. And everybody's kind of got wrapped up in their families, which you can do at Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving, so... I really think that that was not a getting wrapped up in family. I really think that that was a, it was really uh, an avoidance. There's different types of, like, psychology talks about different types of, um, you know, situations where people try to avoid problems. I really thought it was avoidance more than anything. Um, Yeah, they don't want to have that conversation because that's going to be a hard conversation. And nobody wants to have that on Thanksgiving, you know? Like, yeah. nobody wants to deal with that and eat pie and talk about that, and then it could blow up. So what you're asking for, but what this teaches us in our normal day-to-day friendships is that 
what you're asking for is extreme conflict when you delay communication. Mm-hmm. When you say, oh, well, yeah, girl, it's okay. Like, nah, but that really made you feel some kind of way. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. But delayed reactions, delayed responses, avoidance, you know, it, it just linger, it lingers. And then you look up and y'all about to fist fight, you know, and yeah. it's not worth it at that point, you know, for an event that you work so hard for. Mm-hmm. So they should have found a time in between that time to communicate with each other. Yeah, because that was Thanksgiving. This festival wasn't until January. They could have found some time, of course, but of yeah. course we're not going to see that because that's what the whole show is is is, is showing us. Yeah. So I, I think it just teaches us a lot of lessons about our friendship, our friendships, and it mirrors what we what we can do better. Yeah. In our friendships. Yeah. So this is about. Another thing about being toxic and having a toxic friendship and not doing the things to do to, to kind of clean that, clean the air, basically. And they didn't clean the air. And so it became, it boiled down to this, which it shouldn't have. Yep. They, they, you spend so much time in your head about what the other person is probably thinking and probably doing, and, and it, it, this is what happens. Which they, I don't think either of them had wanted anything bad for the other person. No. Nobody had evil intentions. When Issa found Nathan, and when Issa and Nathan uh, got Nathan to go to Andrew, it wasn't like, let me find a way to, to stab Molly in the back. It was, I need some help. <laughs> right. I'm on my last rope here. I don't have a headliner. And I desperately, desperately need some help. Because everything I would have worked for is about to come crashing down. Right, yeah. Absolutely. And Molly was so much in her head that, oh, every time I got to bail Issa out, this, Issa, this, Issa, this, I'm, I'm not going to bail her out anymore. This is the line. And so maybe Molly had a, a point in that. Maybe she was tired of helping out, and maybe it just wasn't just Issa. She's tired of helping everybody out. That's what I'm thinking. It, the, all of it weighs on her at the end of the day mm-hmm. to be the bailout, the one with the money, the one with the with the the family that that keeps things together, the one with the you know she got her. Molly is the epitome of the black woman that appears to have it all together, but really doesn't. And that struggle is what intimidates so many people against the black woman. Mm-hmm. So many black men who don't want to date her or men in general. So many friends, like so many different kinds of people who are intimidated by the black woman because they feel like she has it all together. Mm -hmm. When in reality, things are falling apart. Things are crumbling in her world. But nobody sees that. Nobody sees her up crying at two in the morning. Nobody sees her Mm -hmm. up working on cases at, you know, four. She got to be to work at eight. You know, like nobody sees that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I can empathize with Molly. I'm not excusing any behavior, but I can empathize with her. Um, because I'm a black woman, and I've been seen in that light. And it's a lot of pressure. You are expected to help everybody, to do things for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a lot. So. I understand that. <laughs> So we're gonna go ahead and um, wrap it up. Like I said, this is a uh, our mid-season check-in with Insecure. 
Uh, I have a feeling this won't be the last time we talk about Insecure on this podcast. Nope. We'll probably do something after the finale and give it a big rundown. So if you have... Oh, before I close, I want to say one thing. Uh, I have a favorite character on the show now. <laughs> uh, it jumps around, but this season, and like last season, Kelly has been killing it. And um, she's yep. hilarious. Always funny. <laughs> and the British accent thing had me dying laughing last episode. And that's all I want to say about that. But Kelly's been killing it. I, I Watch for Kelly. Just pay attention to Kelly. Mm-hmm. Her and Tiffany also is pretty, pretty funny. But they're there to be comic relief. So anyway, wrapping up Insecure. Season 4, Episode 4. We uh, dig this season a lot. Look forward to next Sunday. So with that being said, um, thank you for your time. We have, we're doing this, this is the Marriage Monday podcast. Sometimes it comes on Monday, sometimes it doesn't. But it's always about whatever we want to be about. So if you have any thoughts, concerns, questions, critiques, anything you want to say to us, or anything you want to talk about Insecure, or any other ideas for podcast topics you'd like to discuss, please feel free to email us at thegoodgod.com at yahoo.com d-a-g-o-o-d g-o-d at yahoo.com and we look forward to hearing from you thoughts, concerns and um, thank you for your time thank you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week talk to you later peace out bye bye